0: Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well,
1: hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing today, Carol?
0: Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been
1: a good week here. It is, guess what, February
0: 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. 1997.
1: And we've got a good nine hundred two and show here. The very Valentine's appropriate, I think.
0: I, I don't know. It's kind of like the opposite of Valentine's Day. It's Saint Valentine's Day massacre, right?
1: Everyone's everyone's love is falling apart.
0: It is very, like, very falling apart. Like this whole it is, episode it it is it's very just... falling apart. You're right. <laughs> I mean, it's just insanity. Like. Everything's unraveling. The world is turning upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like the English band when after the Battle of, battle of Cornwallis. What? <laughs> the English played the the after the Battle of, battle of Cornwallis. Uh, or, I'm sorry. Battle
0: of what in the fuck is happening? After
1: the Battle of Yorktown, General Cornwallis ordered the British band to play the world to turn upside down because it was like we fucking lost.
0: Uh, Okay. See what I'm saying? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It was a
1: stretch and an inaccurate quoting of the battle and mixing it up with the general's name. But either way, it was hilarious.
0: Sure it was, babe. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it's uh, your favorite little monsters <laughs> come to yeah. talk about uh, this 902 episode titled Little Monsters.
0: What a weird name for this episode.
1: Who do you think were the little monsters?
0: I think they're all little monsters. I think everyone in this episode is a little monster.
1: Huh. Yeah, you're kind of right. Everyone in this episode has at one time or another been an asshole. Yeah. And Steve wasn't even in this episode.
0: Yeah, that's true because, you know, he's too nice now. Yeah. I think he walked past the screen oh, at one point. That was about no, it. No, he
1: had one line. Huh? When Ariel walks in. Uh, by the way, everyone, uh, Ariel, Car- Carrie wore her who uh, fucked David.
0: Yeah, the reason that Don and David broke up.
1: She's back. And when he walks by... He looks at David and says, "Where's my paramour going?" And that is his only line in the entire episode.
0: Okay, that was that was kind of jerkish too, honestly. Yeah, a little bit.
1: But <laughs> well, I, did he not recognize her? Did he not know her? I don't understand.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: She is attractive. Carrie
0: Carrie wore her. Sure, but she's not. That attractive to, like, ruin people's lives over.
1: Is Ray that attractive? Because, let me tell you something, Carrie wore her, wants him, wants him, uh-huh. and obviously Donna wants him, and then, I almost called her Kelly, and then, <laughs> and then Valerie, looking hot as shit, I mean, just completely fine in this leather outfit that Yeah, she's she does look very good. Comes up to him, and she's like, oh, I think she's got an eye for you, Ray, but don't we all, and then she walks away.
0: <laughs> I don't know that she really would want him though. She certainly seems like it. She's looking for her
1: next father figure. I, I guess. I don't know. I notice she's going after all the older looking
0: guys. That's true. Oh my god. Something happened to Luke Perry between like last episode and this episode. Did they did they film in Mexico and like then he like fell into some kind of like
1: a Vataban? <laughs>
0: Some kind of like aging magical pond. You know they talk about the fountain of
1: youth, the fountain of aging.
0: Exactly, Ponce de Leon found the the little girl. She fell into it and grew into herself. He fell into it and looks ten years older now.
1: He does look older. I don't. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't get it.
0: Like maybe just because he got too much sun.
1: Yeah, possibly. He's also got a little bit of a, a beard situation going.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look good though. He doesn't look
1: good with facial hair.
0: I mean, it's okay, but there are
1: certain people that just can't pull facial hair off. Yeah, like Troy Aikman, who's that quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys?
0: Okay, sure. So, number eight. You know who else can't pull over? Pull off facial hair? Who? Brandon. Can you oh, yeah. picture him with facial hair? He
1: tried to. Remember, He the first episode of this season, he had a uh, goatee.
0: It was awful, yeah. He shaved it off after
1: the first episode. They saw the screen test of it, and the director was like, <laughs> shave that fucking thing off.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, uh, I guess we should get into the episode. I guess
0: so. So, we start off, um, I think, with the Peach Pit After Dark stuff. Peach Pit After Dark. It's just called After Dark now
1: after dark what the fuck that's what it that's what it would be if if they had commercials it would be it wouldn't be anyone there you wouldn't see anyone it would just be a close up of a pair of red lips going after dark
0: okay are you uh planning on going into marketing Cause i'm I, saying that's what it would might be might look for a different career
1: i'd um, say that was a good ad, I'm saying <laughs> that's what this ad would be. Okay. Because that's what these cheesy ads are. Okay. God, never never miss a chance to be petty towards me.
0: You know I'd love you. Yeah, i love you too. So, Ariel, Ariel shows back up. The fucking bitch who slept with the. D- 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 what? <laughs> David. She slept with
1: a dildo? <laughs> she slept Dildo. D- d- David. The only thing I could think of this entire episode, every time she was on screen, was she got crabs. Right? I could. All I was imagining was those
0: little mites Mm -hmm. crawling around her body. She gave him crabs because she cheated him. She's a giant whore.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: And she asks for an introduction. To Ray, who is the headliner of the fucking After Dark Club, which makes no fucking sense. We've never heard also, Ray play anything. Right. Also, um, I don't know that their little club should be getting enough attention that they're, you know, getting him noticed either. Right. It, The whole thing is weird. It is.
1: The whole thing is weird. You're correct.
0: But she shows up and asks Claire, mm-hmm. who's like the only person who doesn't know what happened for an introduction. But
1: David's standing right there. True. And as Claire takes him back, he's like, well, Donna's not going to be happy about this. (laughs) And then he tugs on his tie. (laughs) But it's like, why don't you say something to Ray? Why don't you like, hey, uh, guess what? I was dating Donna and she fucked me.
0: But I mean, like, that doesn't necessarily mean anything for him.
1: No, but he should have, before he gets in too deep with her, no pun intended... He should clue him into the fact that Donna's probably not going to be happy about this situation.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that is his girlfriend. True. What she thinks should matter. True. Even though apparently it does not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because when she finds out, she tells him... And she shouldn't do this either, though. She's like, I... Want you to give the boots back? Because she bought him boots. She took him to the fucking mall. That's yeah. so weird. She
1: bought him cute boots. Boots, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> and uh, he's like, she's like, I want you to give the boots back. He's like, but she she buys presents for all of her clients. It's her like, job.
1: I don't want you to hang around with her. I don't want you signing with this label. She gets very, very possessive. Yeah,
0: very bossy and possessive. He was like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, which you can't really blame him for that. But he said, yeah, he said that he is the priority right now. Well, she
1: said, why don't you know, why don't you think about me or something like that? And he goes, this isn't about you. It's about me. And that's my priority right now. Like, holy
0: shit! Yeah, that was pretty bad. So, I mean, like, at one point when Donna and Ariel finally talked to each other, uh, Ariel is like, uh, he's not going to leave me for you, but you better watch out for that ego of All his.
1: Right. he's going to masturbate in a mirror. <laughs> that's what's going to be his love.
0: I think she's right, though, that he might run into problems, mm-hmm. because that's not a good attitude to have.
1: Well, agreed, but they also offered him a shitty deal. Yes. Because they do offer him a deal at the end of the episode, a two-album deal, which is amazing. For someone that has not recorded an album yet, they have no idea, completely untested. And to be like, we'll give you two, mm-hmm. even if your first one sucks, we'll we'll push out another album. That's amazing. However, we will give you a signing bonus, but we want 100% of the rights to your music. I assume that means in perpetuity? I mean, I could even see something like for a period of seven years uh-huh. or a period of 10 years even, maybe something like that, and then some sort of rights reversal where the rights to his music go back to him 100% or they get some kind of split or something mm-hmm. like that, that would be a better deal. But even though he has no agent there, and I have no idea why, if he's big enough where people are, like A&R reps are coming out to to sign him and, and you know bring him to these places... He should have a a lawyer or an agent, someone someone versed in contract law there right. to go over this stuff. And because it's not like the music industry's ever fucked over an artist, right? And he's but he's smart enough to be like, no, I'm not doing that. She's like, all these people do it. And He's like, did they write and record their own music? Because I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, luckily he's not, you know, some moony star eyed kid like David right. was because. Yeah. You know, I think they were going to take advantage of him, too. Absolutely. So,
1: But take a lesson from the Beatles and don't sell your song catalog. Right? Because now Michael Jackson owns it. Ugh.
0: So that's where we're at with him. Donna was very upset. It seemed like they're, you know, not getting along. But by the end of the episode, I think they're okay again.
1: Well, they're okay again because he turns down the deal. Yeah. And she's like, oh, thank you for turning down the deal. Did you do it for me? And he's like... No, I did it because it was a bad deal. Yeah. She's like, well, whatever. I liked it anyway.
0: <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. And then you said that you thought her and David might be uh, getting back together there. Well, because
1: David tries to talk to him mm-hmm. and about the whole situation. And Ray's very much like, fuck off. You know, he's, <laughs> he, he's like, you, you did this to her. I'm not going to do this to her. Mm-hmm. I don't need your advice. And like I said... He could have just been like, yeah, thanks, I'll take that under advisement, and walked away, because that is technically his boss.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because he runs the Peach Pit After Dark with Claire. He, those two run it, and it's bankrolled by fucking Steve's dad, yeah, Rush Sanders, and Nat. So, I guess Nat and Rush are technically the bosses, but they're... They're the, they're the bosses because they run the day-to-day operations. They're like the, the managers. They're the ones that said, Ray, you can have the headline spot.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Do they even go to school anymore? Like, I don't know. I never see them in
0: class, those two. Probably not. It's like all they're doing. They don't seem like the kind of kids that are going to buckle down and get yeah. a degree. So,
1: anyway, so David comes and tells her, hey, you know, I, I said something to him. And she was like, "Oh, thanks, you didn't have to do that. And she gives him this real doughy-eyed, like, kind of, it looks, uh, I think there are seeds. This is, this is breaking up, cheating, everything is happening in this episode. Oh, yeah. And I think those are the seeds of that relationship imploding. Okay. And something else will happen. Uh, Valerie will will fuck Ray or whatever.
0: (laughs) Maybe. That
1: will, she won't lose him to Ariel, she'll lose him to Valerie.
0: I doubt it, though. So speaking of Valerie, Valerie. Valerie. has to continue
1: her quest to fuck every man in the the (laughs) cast, though. True.
0: But she uh, goes to Dylan. Mm -hmm. and
1: We get lots of clunky exposition here. What do you mean? They sit down, and he's like, hey, thanks for picking me up. And she's oh, like, yeah. how was the Aloha States <laughs> hanging out? He he's like, well, hanging out with Iris and, and uh, what's her name, Erica. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm not the parenting type, so I figured if they got along and, you know, and they hit it off, so they're going to, so it's like, it's like, let me, let us tell you what, we're not going to show it, but let us tell you what happened to Erica. Right. She got left with the first wife yes. of her dad. <laughs> So yeah,
0: that's weird.
1: For Ira, In Iris's case, it's like, hey, mom, uh, yeah, you know your ex-husband? Uh, well, he fucked someone else, and this is the result, so why don't you take care of this?
0: <laughs> you know, I was thinking that she was just like her grandma. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me.
1: No. <laughs> wow.
0: No. But Iris... Surrogate mother. Iris is fine. You know, she's, she's so, like... Like new agey and chill. Like I don't think it'll bother her.
1: Yeah, they'll end up doing some kind of ritual. She'll call the Cthulhu demons <laughs> that pre-aged this girl's face right. out of her,
0: and the next time
1: we see her, she'll look like that one from Party of Five or whatever that Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sure. <laughs> or the other one, uh, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell.
0: Nev Campbell from Scream. Yeah. I think I think you could pronounce her name at this point. Like we've seen her in Craft, we've seen her in Party of Five, you we've know, seen her in Scream. Like learn her damn name, man.
1: You know what I haven't thought of in a long time?
0: Huh? My so-called life. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, so we get
1: exposition, and then
0: Valerie asks for money.
1: She's like, "Hey, know how I risked my fucking life?" And virtue and Jonesy got four million dollars for it. Now, granted, he found them. He came up with the plan. He ended up saving their ass. I'm not saying she deserves an equal cut.
0: No, for sure.
1: What Jonesy got, but she says, "Hey, what do you think? A little taste
0: for me?" And she, okay. So then they says, "Yeah, yeah." And then they fuck right, and then. He gives her her, was that her coat or his coat? It was, I, her, it was her coat. So she, so she says she's cold. And he's like, well, here's a coat. What happens
1: is we, we, they cut and whatever, fade in to her pulling up her jeans. Yeah. And she's like, I'm cold and uh, I have a breeze between my legs. For some reason. It's a little wet down here. Ew. Uh, and she, he says, why don't you put your coat on? Which seemed to me like he said your coat, which seemed to me like it was a subtle way of him being like, get the fuck out. Yeah,
0: that's what it seemed like.
1: And she put the coat on and talked about how she needs new clothes. And she's like, hey, you want to help with that? The money we talked about.
0: And so she asked him to write her a check before she leaves. And he does. Yes. And then her face falls. Right. Because it's only $10,000.
1: Now, $10,000 is a lot of money. And I don't want to say that it's not a lot of money, but we're dealing with an $8 million purse that Jonesy and Brandon, or Brandon, Dylan split. <laughs> so that's $4 million apiece. Right. And he's giving her ten grand. And she had a, they could have done this without her. Right. She had a very integral part in this. She had a gun held on her. Apparently, she got tortured or something.
0: Right. Yeah, they talked about her pain threshold. So, I mean, she could
1: have died. I, I think it's worth more than 10000
0: I agree. I think that was a really low number. Like I said, I think 100000 would have been more appropriate. Yes. And then Dylan
1: was really shitty about it. Oh, my God. Because she was like, is this like a first installment? Or <laughs> is this a pussy on layaway program? Or?
0: Oh, he also kind of insinuated that she's acting like a whore. Yeah, You know, he's like, uh, this would look bad under, you know, different circumstances. And then he says, your services are, the services rendered are paid for. Take it or leave it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, he he was just really mean to her.
0: Yes. He's always really mean to her. I don't know why she keeps fucking him. He's an
1: asshole.
0: Like, stop fucking him, Valerie. Have some self-respect.
1: Yeah, I wish she would. Later, she kind of tells him off. Because yeah. she she goes to see Jonesy,
0: yeah. That seemed like a mistake. That <laughs> seemed like
1: I think that's going to get her in trouble.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because, because
1: she, she comes to Jonesy and Jonesy's like,
0: let's play fucking charades. Yeah, and and he charades to her, sleep with me. Right. He says like, it's a movie. How douchey. He says it's a movie. Like,
1: does that mean he wants to film it? Maybe. But she says, no, I'm not going to sleep with you, Jonesy, because you look like a reject <laughs> from uh, a Magnum PI beer inspired beer ad.
0: She does not go that far, but she he's, does say she's not going to sleep with him.
1: He's like the sidekick on a, a a teen becomes a superhero show. He's
0: ugly. Flat out. He just is. Yes. But So she says, she says no.
1: And he's like, Well, I got some cash right here. And he busts open a fucking silver suitcase. Like, wh- I don't know where do these silver suitcases get sold. I I've don't never know. seen a silver suitcase <laughs> in a store in my entire life, but every bundle of money I've ever seen in a movie or TV show is in a silver suitcase.
0: I think we need to be richer and shop in richer stores to find that. Does thing.
1: anybody use a duffel bag? <laughs>
0: Only people uh, paying ransoms. If
1: I saw a silver suitcase, someone walking with a silver suitcase down the street, I would 100% tackle him and take that silver suitcase.
0: And then you'd find out that all that was inside was like candy or something and you'd end up in jail.
1: (laughs) What psychopath is walking around (laughs) with a suitcase full of candy?
0: Maybe they're selling it like in a walk in the clouds. You walked around with a suitcase of candy. Oh my
1: God. The only person walking around with a suitcase full of candy is someone that also has a white van.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. But uh, so Jonesy gives her a stack of cash.
1: I believe it's another 10,000. That's what it looks like. It
0: might be more. Maybe. She said he had more honor than maybe, Dylan. Maybe, so it 10, maybe it was Maybe it was 20,000. And um, she used it to buy a car. So a nice car. Yeah. That was a nice car. Um, but yeah, he says the only condition he'll give her the money under is if she'll work with him again.
1: Yeah, and have a drink.
0: And yeah, yeah.
1: I thought it was gonna be spiked.
0: Well, she thought he was gonna say sleep with me again, but right. he didn't do that. At least
1: yeah, he knows better.
0: So, Valerie is gonna. Um, I think
1: Valerie's gonna get in
0: trouble. She's going to help this FBI dude. So, yeah, she's going to end up in another situation.
1: Right. She's going to end up getting shot or something, and then Brandon Dylan's going to feel like shit.
0: Why do you do that?
1: Because he looks like Brandon now with that facial
0: hair. He does not. He doesn't look anything like him.
1: He's not as attractive. He looks like the Brandon's grandpa.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know what happened to him. It's he bad. He doesn't look that old. He looks a lot older than he did last episode.
1: Maybe you've just matured since last episode. Okay. Or no, maybe you've devolved. Maybe. Maybe you're just younger
0: now. <laughs> I am less mature.
1: Uh, anyway, yeah, you've, you haven't evolved like uh, one of, you're one of those fucking externs. You've, you've devolved. But what else is going on in this episode before we get to uh, fucking the main storyline of this insanity?
0: Uh, Okay, Andrea?
1: Oh God! Yes, let's talk about this.
0: So again, Hannah is sick. What's going on with that? that I mean, are they is? Is she just doing this so
1: she can see Peter? Like, right, Munchausen is, syndrome. Is she uh, just injecting Hannah with? She's going around uh, picking up old Kleenex and just rubbing in <laughs> Hannah's face.
0: <laughs> when Hannah drops her pacifier in the mall, she just pops it back in her mouth.
1: What the fuck is going on with this kid?
0: So, yeah, she's sick again. Jesse's going out of town to interview for some different assignments that he might get.
1: It's some sort of something associated with his law degree that yeah. he's working towards
0: and um, I think it's an,
1: I think it's an internship
0: and depending on how it goes, it sounds like they might have to move right, and she doesn't want to move, so this is going to be a problem.
1: Oh, yeah, and he might as well have uh wrapped a bow around her vagina. Because he's just like, uh, well, if you're, why don't you call that friend of yours, Peter? He seems like such a stand-up guy.
0: Yeah, he, she's, like, worried about Hannah, and he's like, oh, just call the intern. Right. So she calls the intern.
1: Student. He's a student.
0: Whatever. Student doctor. And you think that he's going to come over to the house and see Hannah, but right. he's not seeing Hannah. She leaves her sick baby with a babysitter. Mm-hmm. To go meet him.
1: To drink coffee.
0: What the fuck, Andrea? In a sweater that
1: I own. (laughs) He's wearing a sweater I own.
0: He is, yes. What the fuck, Andrea? I'm so disappointed in her as a person.
1: Well, and there's heavy flirting. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my pulse is racing. And he's like, oh, let me feel. And he grabs her wrist or whatever and feels it. And she's like, he said, oh, I should take you to the... I don't know the emergency room or whatever and she's like you can do whatever you want with me
0: and then they kiss yeah and it's like what the fuck his wife is also out of town by the way
1: well we don't know his wife so we don't give a fuck about i'm her.
0: just saying it's it's like all the pieces fell into place for them we know yeah
1: it's the angels orchestrating
0: things.
1: <laughs> steve's not this episode we can do bad stuff
0: I, I So do you think her and Jesse are going to break up? Do you think she'll end up with this med student dude? I, I mean- would
1: assume so, yeah. Well, one of two things is going to happen. Either she's going to... So I think the most likely scenario... And, and listeners who are farther along... Because remember, we're two years behind in this show. right? Listeners who are farther along might know, but don't spoil it for us. Because we're not spoiling it for ourselves. But I think the most likely scenario that's going to happen is he's going to get this internship and he's going to say I you know we need to move to whatever Santa Monica or fucking San Francisco or wherever it is and she's gonna say why don't you go (laughs) to San Francisco and me and Hannah will stay here I can still go to school like I need to my friends are here we'll see each other on the weekends and then she's gonna start uh, a long term affair with this Peter dude Ooh.
0: I don't do you think she's really morally compromised enough for that? Yes. Wow.
1: I think that I do I think it's true to her character as written on the show? Probably not. But I mean I maybe I don't know. She seems very disillusioned with being a mom and and being married. I think this yeah. is all too much too soon and I just think she's I th- it's somewhat I think it's someone type A personalities that are really oh, like like tightly spun like she is. Mm-hmm. I think they can come loose like this.
0: <laughs> well, I guess she has come loose. And she is now spinning out of control. Right. So, yeah, Andrea and the med student, that is happening. Do you think they're gonna fuck now? Like, do you think that's oh, gonna I, have happening? I think they're
1: doing it right now in
0: <laughs> in episode
1: you know, in, in episode right, timeline. Right, right. As 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 we bridge from the episode we just finished to the episode that we're going to watch next they're doing it right now okay just in perpetuity till we watch the next episode
0: and then the other thing that's going on i think the main story as you put it
1: well real quick before we get there Mm -hmm. dylan does go to see jim and he's like hey you know i'm not fucking your daughter anymore (laughs) well i think we could be friends again and he's like i need you to be my business manager and manage my money And we need, we need you in the story like a little bit every once in a while. So this is a thing for you to do. Right, right. And he was like, okay. Well, actually he said he'd think about it, but.
0: He's going to do it. Yeah, of course he is. Oh, and James Eckhouse was directing this episode. Right.
1: So, I I mean, obviously he had no, no business in writing it, but Eh. still. (laughs) He gets to direct himself actually having a part. So that's good.
0: You know what I think it is why Dylan looks so much older is because he's wearing like a suit and tie. And, and trying to act like a presentable person.
1: You know what else happens? We almost glossed over this before we get to the fucking just debacle that is the main storyline to this episode. What? He has dinner with the Walshes. Yes. While Valerie's not there. And Cindy says, you know, not to pry, but we've noticed that you've been hanging around with Valerie a little bit. Oh, and yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, a little bit. And she goes... Uh, do you think there's anything that you know we have to worry about with her? And he says...
0: You know how Brenda was a handful? Well, she's a bigger package with a real bright bow. Or brighter, with a brighter bow. What does that mean? I mean, I get the bigger package meaning she's she, more of a handful. She's got a
1: bigger package. She's but, a bigger cock.
0: What the fuck with the brighter bow? That just seems like he's putting Brenda down. I it did not really like it. does.
1: If they might as well have looked right at the camera and said, hey, Shannon Doherty. And then just everyone gave her the finger. Right? Because, yeah, that was very. I mean, she's more attractive than than Shannon Doherty. Sorry, Shannon Doherty. It's true.
0: Only minimally, though.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) No, You're incorrect. Very, like a lot. Magnitudes of more attractive than she is. And she's got a body type that I don't, that is not my body type. But she's a very. What? Woman.
0: She's all curvy. She's got curves. She's
1: got some curves, yes, but a lot of that is wardrobe, honey. Okay. I think anyway. Whatever. I think clothes off. Prove, prove me wrong. Okay, let's prove find me some wrong, pictures. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> Why don't you pose completely naked,
0: front and back, and just prove me wrong? I'm sure no matter what, you would enjoy those pictures. <laughs> anyway. So
1: it's a real big slap in the face.
0: Yeah. I and mean, like he's talking to her parents. Like you'd think they would not like that. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, your
1: your your, your daughter isn't uh, is a little more tame and a, a big dog compared to her. <laughs> what the fuck? And How do he, you have yeah. the balls to say that to someone's face? Right.
0: And he told them that she has ten thousand dollars. Like that's none of their business. Right. What the fuck?
1: I don't know what she's going to do now. She's going to go live in her car that she just bought. By the way, real smart investment, Valerie.
0: Yeah, she spent $1,000 on an outfit and then bought a car. To
1: go and press Jonesy. It was an investment.
0: So she's only got like probably like $900 left. Yeah, I don't know. Because she bought a car and an outfit and she's down to less than $1,000. Well, how
1: much did he give her? Because... Dylan says, Oh, I see what you did. You got a ten thousand dollar lease.
0: Lease, yeah.
1: And she's like, No, nah, I own this fucking car.
0: Yeah, and then she's like, Jonesy was better than you. So yeah, I mean that's that's gotta be an expensive car.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so that is it for that. And then now. Now we gotta deal with Kelly and the professor and Brandon.
0: Oh my goodness. Kelly Is blowing Brandon off hard fucking core,
1: And I think she's blowing the professor off.
0: I think that he really wants her to. If he can
1: feel it. I don't know. He's in that wheelchair.
0: I mean, I have to assume that he can still have sex. Because why else would he be so into her?
1: I don't know. Maybe he just wants to do mouth stuff. (laughs)
0: Maybe. But, I mean, like, they run into each other in the hall. And Mm -hmm. Brandon's like, what do I got to do to get 10 minutes with her?
1: And he says nothing and rolls away with her in tow.
0: Yeah, and she's just like, we're really busy, Brandon. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, she's a total bitch to him for most of the episode. Yeah.
0: And so I think mostly to get in her good graces, although Andrea seemed to think it was for political reasons. Right,
1: which may be both.
0: He starts backing this guy because, you know, he's being investigated or whatever. And the faculty was going to be voting on whether or not to give him tenure. tenure.
1: Yeah, and if they don't give him tenure, apparently he's getting fired.
0: Right. So... He's backing him.
1: He writes an editorial that says, like, in defense of this cult. Right. Or whatever.
0: <laughs> right? And so he's trying to use that to make up with Kelly. hmm Because she's... I don't know what the fuck's going on with her. Like, she just wants nothing to do with them.
1: Yeah, by the way, she's... At the beginning, she's doing a phone tree. Oh, yeah. In, in the apartment, and everyone's on the phone and stuff. But it's like, a phone tree is you call someone, and then... They call people and I mean like if you're calling everyone, you're the trunk
0: race. Well, she had a bunch of people in the house making these calls and poor Donna couldn't even use the fucking phone like right. they lived together Donna like, got
1: rear-ended and like rear ended. Rude. Not in the fun way <sighs> by some pizza delivery dude and not in the fun way, not in the pornographic way.
0: Okay. You know, pizza delivery
1: uh-huh. in a car because she didn't run a red light and the pizza delivery guy was apparently mad at her. It was just a stupid little bit of business for her. Character to have.
0: Okay. (laughs) What? Sorry. You're so weird. I thought people would want to know that. You're so weird. (laughs) Okay. So Kelly finds out that Brandon did this thing and she's all like, oh, you're great again. And he brings her flowers and, you know, it seems like everything's all good. He wisely doesn't
1: tell her. He waits for her to find out on her own. About the the article, oh yeah, she brings it in. And she's like, and then he says, she say, he says something. I don't remember what. Oh, she
0: says, "I'm your girlfriend."
1: Yeah, and and he's like, "Oh, can you say that louder?" But he says, like, "Can we go out to the mountains or whatever?" And she's like, "I can't. I've got to be here for the professor." And she goes, "Is that why you wrote this just to get my good graces?" Yeah.
0: And then when they're like all out there, all these kids waiting to find out what's going to happen with this professor.
1: Those
0: are the little monsters, <laughs> maybe. Um, you know, him and Kelly are talking together, and it seems like things are good, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the douche wheels out, yeah, and douche wheel tells everybody, you know, that he's going to be leaving, but he can continue to teach even not on the campus, right? And so. I was like, oh
1: yeah, any kind of compound, yeah. <laughs> we can teach in Waco, Texas. We could teach in Ruby Ridge. We could teach in Guiana.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the cult thing is is really really happening. Oh yeah. And Kelly says to Brandon, "I must go to him," and right. walks away from him. Like he's fucking Jesus, right? Like or or Dracula. It's a, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> seriously, she was she might as well just picked up a fly from the ground and started eating. Right. it. Renfield style. Fucked
0: up. He's like, I've got to get out of here. So she just takes him like. Leaves Brandon there.
1: hmm Brandon, And. Brandon's. Brandon's got that contemplative look on his face the entire time where he's like, mm, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, something's
0: not good. <laughs> something's not right.
1: But I could feel him thinking like, man, I'm really glad that I fucked uh, the punk
0: rocker." <laughs> so Kelly's in this dude's office.
1: Emily Valentine. Yeah.
0: Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. And he asks her to do something for him. Oh yeah. To which she responds anything. Oh I'll do anything. I'll do anything.
1: Two hand. Whatever you need.
0: And he says, I need you to break it off with Brandon.
1: He's he's an excerpt or whatever ex extern, which is his little cult speak for people that aren't in his cult.
0: Did he say that part? Yeah.
1: He's like we have to we have to cut down on our negative the negative influences and we have to like, shelter ourselves from our enemies. We've got to close ourselves off. We have to sever family ties. He doesn't say all this stuff, but this is all what he's talking about. This is all, like, cult 101 shit.
0: Well, yeah, because he... I need to
1: control every aspect of your life, Kelly.
0: He gets the idea that Brandon might be able to, you know, pull her out, pull her away, have some kind of influence.
1: He gets the idea that Brandon is not going to let him pull out. Yeah. That's, That's what it is. He wants to be with Kelly, and he... Brandon's in the way
0: but I don't know what do you think like it seems I think it's pretty
1: and I think it's going to I think this the story is going to culminate in it being a cult
0: it seems pretty ballsy to just flat out say break up with your boyfriend she'll do it you think so
1: oh for sure 100 percent. because she's going to fall head over heels into this cult until something happens and then she's like oh no it's a cult oh it's too late I need to get help, and then she's going to write a letter and put it on the bathroom in a fucking uh, airport, <laughs> and then nine months later, Grace. someone's going to mail it and be like, hey, your friend might be dead.
0: And then Dylan will save her, and they'll get together. Right. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe that's what will happen. Maybe Dylan will come to her rescue instead of Brandon.
0: Well, because she's breaking up with Brandon, so Brandon will be like, fuck you.
1: Maybe. Which she deserves. I agree. She's awful. She is it. Uh, if I was Jenny Garth, I would be in my trailer every day fucking cursing these writers. Right. I would be like, what are you doing to my character, you fucking monsters? <laughs> They're the little monsters. Yeah. The Writer's room. <laughs> Jenny Garth had a retitle on this episode.
0: She's like the sweetest, you know, like her she character was like the a sweetest. really nice person. No, no, no. I mean, Kelly, like she was yeah. a sweet character. Yes. And they just ruined her.
1: At first, they implied she was a whore right. who never slept with anyone, was just sweet apple pie, mm-hmm. because that seems like what Jenny Garth probably is in right, real life. Right. And then they just, the, what they're doing with her character is just awful.
0: And her hair. Oh, yeah. No I good. hate her hair. Oh, good. It's so short. Grow that hair out. It looks like a 80s mom hair.
1: You need enough to grab.
0: Wow. <laughs> I mean, grow that out of Jenny Garth. <laughs> So I guess next uh next week we'll see how the cult's doing.
1: Yeah. I well, we'll see. I don't know how many weeks they're going to drag this on.
0: Yeah.
1: He might start giving his first sermon. <laughs> he, he wants to create a new nation. <laughs>
0: <Right. laughs> Assalamu
1: Yeah, for those of you unaware of the main show, listen to the main show. <laughs> and actually go back 2 years to the main, right, the main right. show and listen to Assalamu alaikum. Or uh, back in we, we, we published the best of 1995. There you we, go. You can find the best of 1995 tape, and it's on there somewhere. We talk about them.
0: <laughs> so I guess that's all. Everybody's all fucked up. Everything's weird, and oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: The whole show's in shambles. Yes. <laughs> and now everything's got to be built back up. So seems like Ray and Donna are the only ones in a good place at the end of this episode. But like I said, seeds.
0: I think yeah. seeds
1: of doubt are being poured in here. We'll see. All right. Well, that is the episode for the week, everybody. Carol, why don't you uh, talk them out on this uh, great Valentine's Day?
0: Uh, go ahead and write us at latefee 1984 com.
1: Make us your Valentine and send us a Valentine note.
0: Check out our website, www.retrolatefee.com.
1: Smear a box of candy on your computer
0: take the tape and give it to your friend do do it as do a it. valentine's day present there you yes go.
1: tell if you you want to do one thing for the show if you enjoyed if you got any kind of chuckle out of this show the best thing you could do for us is tell one friend listen to this fucking show yeah and that would be great for us uh and happy valentine's day to everybody happy uh, valentine's day uh, we'll see you next time
0: Bye. bye